0: Well, hey everybody, it's Josh and Carl. Do 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 do. Wow. Carl, wow, see how I did good. that? It that was, was, was like good. a, it was like early two thousands club.
1: Yeah. Um, do 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 do. Well, and you know, actually, I listened to one podcast where the, like guy does like beatboxing in the beginning. It's kind of like that. Uh, so boop, boop, exactly. Boop, so that was our intro right there, guys. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that, was our intro. that was awful. Yeah. Okay. So today, today mm-hmm. we are talking about this uh, this this sermon from this past weekend that Pastor Marvin did on the pools of
1: Bethesda. Bethesda. Shoot, we didn't practice that, so I was I'm glad that, that, that was, was great. There, that was okay.
0: you you did, you did perfect. Um, okay. And so ultimately, the way the story goes is that Jesus shows up at these pools where people. Uh, there was this history around angels were stirring up the waters and the first person to the pool would get healed right and so here's this person who is completely lame who can't get up to go to the pool and so jesus says look um, i'm just going to heal you and this is how it's going to go down right the interesting part about the story though is that we never know whether or not this guy actually becomes a follower of jesus because the minute he's asked How did you get healed by the religious people? Because ultimately it was, um, the leaders were asking him because he got healed on the Sabbath. Right, which is the big no-no. Which is the big no-no. And for those of you that don't know anything about the Sabbath, so the rule is, you're not allowed to work from Friday night all the way to Saturday night. Um, And so ultimately, at the end of the day, for a Jew, that was wrong. You can't do that. And Jesus healed this guy on the Sabbath, which is considered work, and... uh, you know they have a problem with it and so the guy instead of being like oh no no this is amazing jesus did this it's so cool i he he was like whoa 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 whoa, whoa. don't get at me right he tatt- he was like talent tailing <sighs> he was he healed me this guy yeah. healed me go deal with him right and so it becomes this whole thing but there, there's no there's no orientation around whether or not this guy had ever accepted jesus at mm-hmm. all as the savior right. as god right um which led to a very interesting question from somebody right after church oh he said when you and Carl talk about this can you actually discuss why is it that god would actually heal this guy why would jesus heal this guy without any guarantee that he would actually start following him interesting it's a good question i think so
1: it's a good question it's interesting because i mean there's a few things right because and i know uh marv mentioned this and i, th- I hadn't thought about it before he could have healed this guy 24 hours 12 hours earlier yeah. whatever it would have been and no one would like it would have been there would have been an issue but you know jesus was very intentional you know now with two things he was intentional when he healed him yep and he also he was obviously as God knows everything. He knows how this guy's going to respond. And so he, yeah. he picked this guy out on the wrong day and by all intents and purposes, he picked the wrong guy too, because you know, he could have had a, had a lifer there. He could have been a guy that would have oh, yeah. been, been, you know, singing it from the rooftops, drank the Kool-Aid. I right. would say. Yeah.
0: Jim John's reference just by the way. <laughs> so, um, yeah, which is ultimately the, the, I think it's a brilliant question mm. because, the intentionality around what jesus has done in this whole story is amazing yeah he's making the point look like i am the god of the sabbath like i i don't need to be limited to these rules because i'm not limited to these rules i'm the one that made up the rules. so don't don't get in my face about this uh you know like i'm not limited to your understanding of what sabbath is right this is, this is part of Sabbath keeping is healing people. It's not work, it is joy as God to do that. And then the other side of it too, I think it really comes down to this idea that God is a pursuing God. Mm. He pursues us. Yeah. We have this idea that we're the ones that find God, right. but God actually knows about us and is pursuing us on the regular. And the, the finding is us just becoming aware That he's actually pursuing us right which is a very nice way to say that he is actually the one saving and wanting to save us from ourselves
1: well i know i mean and for me i'm glad that you know whatever god does in my life is not dependent on my response to him yeah so you know if if you know because again i mean uh, it would the way we work it kind of i think that is a, a natural response but you know if if we were to look, if i were to look at you know how i've responded to god even in good times or in bad whatever you know i'm glad that he doesn't keep a record of those things and go hmm, you know what this guy has has just not shown up enough times mm-hmm. i'm gonna go i'm gonna go work in someone's life that is, actually appreciates me yeah right so so for me i mean that's encouraging um in a lot of ways but i mean it's interesting because it but it does something i think for us when we you know, in our sense of, um, of duty or, or whatever that, well, why does God work in people's lives that don't even appreciate it?
0: Right. Yeah. And I think ultimately it comes down to the story of humanity from the start. Right. Why would he create Adam and Eve if he knew that they would screw it up? Uh, why would he offer Jesus on the cross if he knows that people are not going to accept him? Right. You know, like, I think it comes down to this whole idea that we have a responsibility to respond when God does something. Mm-hmm. And that's exactly what's going on in this story. Like, here is this moment where this guy has the opportunity or the responsibility to respond yeah. to what Jesus has done for him in a way that, you know, opens up his eyes and comes to this reality that oh well jesus is the guy that did this yeah one plus one is two like he must be the son of god but in all of it he's more afraid of the response of the religious folks right. uh, of the religious leaders than he is towards the reality of what has just happened yeah which again i think is the beauty and the grace of who god is right like look i'm pursuing you i'm doing these things i'm the one that's initiating all of this stuff i'm the one that's going to heal you i'm the one yeah. that's going to go to this point yeah and if you choose to acknowledge it great fantastic great. you have a responsibility to acknowledge it right but if you don't it doesn't change how it doesn't he works. change the fact right. that i'm going to do it
1: right that's interesting and of course we obviously to look at other people um, and judge them on how they're responding to oh, God's totally. working. Right. And so, you know, like, well, you know, and I think, and I've thought this a lot about any sort of biblical story. like, well, okay. You know, if I was lying there for that long and Jesus came and healed me, well, I'd have no problem. Like, you know, it's so much harder now where it's, it's not tangible all the time or it's sure. not whatever, but, but obviously I think it, there's been enough, enough Bible stories to prove that just having them physically in the flesh doesn't, doesn't make it any easier for some of these people. And so, uh, you know, I, I think, I think it's great to be able to have some of these stories to relate that not everyone, you know, will follow Jesus to their death. Um. Because it, I mean, relate—I mean, relate to this guy. Sometimes on some days, I relate to this guy, right?
0: Absolutely. Uh,
1: yeah, me being crucified upside down
0: doesn't—I'm not interested in that all that every day. No, you know. So, but I think it's hard for people because, you know, like I think the natural thing to say in those moments is, "Well, how could you not?" Right? Like, how would you not believe that this guy was a son of God? Right. But it's the same—it's the same thing that we say all the time around things like Israel. Like we say yeah. with Israel, "Hey." How could they have said over and over again, oh, I wish we would've went back to Egypt when they right. watched God split seas?
1: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that, yeah, that, that's a pretty defining moment. You think, you think that you wouldn't have a lot to, to doubt at that point. Well, why right? would you ever so, question it? Right. Why would
0: you ever say, nah, it was better for me when I was a slave? Right than yeah. the fact that this god split seas so that i could be saved yeah like i it, all of it is just a reiteration of the reality of the brokenness of humanity right and that's the i think at the end of it for that question is why would god do this even though he there was no guarantee right that he would accept christ or he would accept jesus as god yeah well ultimately because it this has nothing to do with this guy, with the guy. Ultimately, right, right. The situation is around Jesus is showing everybody who he is. Right. They have a responsibility to respond to that fact. Right. But at the end of it, that's that's right. on them. Well, his yeah, his him.
1: glory is not dependent on any no. of us to to do anything. Right. So he works through us and in spite of us so often too. Right? Yeah. So so I'm curious. I mean, so there was a there was a you know obviously there was a choice to how he responded. And, sure. um, you know, as we had, we had talked about this a little bit before about the, about the free will and the ability to choose. I'm sure. wondering, I mean, that's the big, that's the big question too, right? Oh, yeah. So I'm just wondering how that factors in, in your mind. Um, and I think, I think the answer is still, well, he works regardless of our decisions, but you know, What role would like, how would things have been different if, if he did respond or what
0: benefit would there be for you to respond with your free will in that sense? Yeah. Well, I think free will, it's a cute term. Uh Sure. Because that makes it dependent on a human will Mm. to say I'm choosing. Right. But the problem with, with all of that is that human will is twisted. Okay. Okay. So, as much as people like when you say free will, the one of those sides, because there are two sides, and I, you know, so anyway, so the theological debate is Calvinism, Arminianism. Yes. Okay, great. Yes. So, Calvinists are on this side saying you don't have any free will, it's literally just God's sovereignty. Right. It says, look. I'm choosing you, you're elect. You can do nothing about it. You can do nothing about it. (laughs) I'm grabbing you. Which there are some valid points over. For sure. And then you have this whole theory called Arminianism. And so these people just believe that it's all on you to choose it. Interesting. God's done it, but it's all on you to choose it. And your choice is the ultimate bearing on everything. Yeah. The problem with both sides, like most theology, is that you have two sides that are completely at odds with each other, that right. hate the other side, and say, you're wrong, you're wrong, my, my way is right, when the reality in the biblical text is both are there. Right. So the problem is people over in this camp, in the Armenian camp, don't wanna read verses that say, you were predestined before time began. Yeah. He. For those whom he foreknew, he also predestined to be made in the image of the son. Yeah. Romans eight twenty nine. Okay, great. And then on this side, they hate verses like he is not willing that any should perish. Yeah. Well, that's difficult. So, yeah. the 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 thing with the Bible is most things that you'll run into, you have to hold intention. Right but people don't like tension no it's messy but again that's yeah i want i want a definitive answer give me an answer so i so the the answer is is god sovereign yes yes he can do whatever he wants whatever he wants however he wants yeah but do humans have a responsibility to respond Hmm. yes Hmm. there is responsibility to respond over here in every situation in every circumstance including this whole idea of choice right do you have a choice yeah you do but I wouldn't frame it as choice I would frame it as a responsibility Uh to respond the response that's interesting I think that's a way better way to frame it that is more biblical that holds those two things in tension so that we can say things like why did God choose to do this even though he there was no guarantee that this guy would respond
1: right
0: because he is sovereign he can do whatever he wants to do it's not dependent on this person's responsibility to mm. respond and so when someone does respond in obedience or does respond positively towards what god has done there is benefits that come through with sure. that. sure that's amazing like yeah. you know obedience does lead to, to you know, not necessarily good things in this life, yeah. but it does lead to great things in the next. That's fantastic. Yeah. It could lead to good stuff now.
1: Yeah. There
0: are benefits to that as well. But on the other side of it too, like when you think of the responsibility to respond, <laughs> we all have responsibilities to respond to everything that we do on a regular basis. Right. Like when Amanda talks to you and asks you to do something, you have a responsibility to respond you can respond negatively positively thus equates the consequences of either or action right
1: no that's 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 fascinating and again i just it's amazing to me the you know the intentionality of of the inclusion of these miracles and 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 just seeing you know with marv bringing these things up i just these aren't just random things that you know, that's being included as, as, as just these nice stories and, um, the, you know, getting a a glimpse at how God works, I think is, um, I mean, that's how we all work. We work through stories is how we work. And I think, um, it's fascinating how I hadn't actually looked at his response before. Um, I just actually, I thought about his, well, I thought that he had faith for sitting there that long. Mm -hmm. Um, but he was, yeah, quick to, uh, I mean, fear is a powerful motivator too. And so obviously he was more afraid of, of the church than, or the leaders than he was of, um, you know,
0: of the responsibility to, to respond, right? So Well, and, and even think about that. He's, he's looking to respond yeah. to a mythology. Well, mm-hmm. not a mythology, uh, a superstition. That's a good point. I mean, that's, that's a big difference. He's, he's in on the superstition. Sure. And how do you know he's in? He's laying there. Yeah. He's asking people to bring him to the pool. Right. People that love him are bringing him to the pool so that it works out. Yeah. Okay, that's great. But he's responding to that. Like, the angel stirs the waters. Sure. So now, well, the response is, well, I'm going to go lay beside the pool. Right. And hope that somebody will bring me down there yeah. to be the first one there. Yeah. Okay. But then Jesus does this thing. And when he's confronted to respond in a way that gives glory to Jesus, he diminishes it and says, uh, he's the one that did this. go, go scream at him. (laughs) So like Hmm. the, the why, why does God do it? Is not, is not dependent on human response. He just does it. Humans Hmm. have the responsibility to respond positively or negatively And they will actually have consequences or benefits depending on that response. So, like, I mean, even think about, like, when you're talking about fallen angels, for example, right? There's this whole thing about, well, you know, Lucifer leads people, leads other angels, and, Mm. you know, they all fall, and they're all fallen angels. Okay, how many of those does God save? None. Right. But humans have chosen in the garden to say, peace out, we can do it on our our own. Yeah. And how many has he chosen to save? Some. Some. And we'll never probably really know. And we'll probably (laughs) never really know. And and I think part of that is because we make it too hard Hmm. for people to respond. This is interesting. What do you mean by that? Well, I mean that like we ultimately think that when people respond to Christ, that it has to look a certain way. Mm. So I'm pretty sure though, it says that anybody who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. saved. Says it twice, once in Acts and once in Romans. Those are the only two times it is said. So the thing is, we're sitting around wanting people to respond to God the way that we think they should respond to God. And ultimately the beauty about Jesus, the beauty about God is that If people call on him, he will save them, even if that means they're breathing their last breath. I think that's what's so scandalous about the gospel.
1: That's not fair.
0: It's not fair. It's not fair. And that's why it is so amazing. That's why it's amazing grace. Uh, that's why Jesus brings up parables about how like there's certain people that will work their whole lives and still get that reward. But Mm -hmm. then there are people that will just show up at the last minute and get it. And then get the exact equal thing, and the people that have been doing their whole lives it's unfair. Yeah. But is it unfair or is it amazing that God is so willing to save people that He will take folks mm-hmm. into His presence in their last breath? And that like that's
1: amazing. It is, and I think it's interesting too about making it difficult because, I mean, I grew, I've grown up in the church, and I've 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 kind of weaved my way through, you know. I was, uh, I was at hardcore Calvinist for a Mm -hmm. while. I, you know, weave my way through different theological Mm -hmm. camps and, you know, and again, for, for people that aren't aware of this, like there are people that spend their days arguing about crazy things and, and majoring on minors and, and things that, um, yeah, I mean, call on the Lord. And I mean, again, I think there's some really beautiful and important things in, in theology, but, uh,
0: the whole th- it's pretty simple when when it comes down to it, right? Oh yeah, and I think that good theology can take all of the heady stuff mm-hmm. and make it make sense, right? Like that's where that's where it's incredible and good. Now some of it is so complicated, like the Trinity. I'm not even trying to really yeah. understand how to make all that work, like. But at the <laughs> same time, the like you said, it we we major on the minors instead of majoring on the majors. Mm-hmm. And I think there's a lot of things in Christian doctrine and theology that are so beautiful and so simple that they make us uncomfortable.
1: Right. It's got to be more to it than this. We've it's got to it's it's gotta, gotta be more than this. It. It's got to be more complex. Has and, to be.
0: And some of it just isn't. Right. Like, why would God do it? Because He's sovereign. Yeah. He's not waiting. He's not doing it for this person. He's doing it to show how amazing He hmm. is. And that makes us yeah. uncomfortable because it feels like God is nar- narcissistic. But the problem is God is God. Right. So like <laughs> it's, it's, he's not depending on you or me to make him himself look good. Right. He's literally God. Yeah. So when he wants to do something, he does it. He's not waiting to be like, Oh, is he going to choose me or not? Right. If you're in this camp, right. Oh, he does. Is he responding to my grace and my compassion mm. that I have given him? He must, I've made him the elect. Okay, cool. Like that's there too. But at the end of it, it's tension. It's tension points that we have to hold there. And so will God do it? It's not based on the the response of the person, right? but humans have a responsibility to respond. And this guy at the pool had a responsibility to respond in faith. And he didn't. Yeah, that's on him.
1: That's true. I mean, and thinking about the risk, like, you know, even the, the, you know, the, the stuff before he was, um, healed again, that he had no, no, that had no bearing on his, his decision to be healed either. Or his, no. his, Jesus didn't, he didn't do something that Jesus was like, okay, you have qualified now for healing.
0: No. So cause know. the whole point of it was I'm going to make a point about who is the God of the Sabbath yeah. I am period. And I'm going yeah. like, <laughs> whether this guy decides yeah. in responsibility to respond to me or not, yeah. I wish he would, obviously yeah. he's, I mean. Not willing that any yeah. should perish over here. Yeah. But at the same time, that's not the point.
1: And of course it's kind of crazy too because he knew how he was gonna respond. Mm-hmm. So there. Yeah. That blows my mind too. Because yeah. he gives us the choice, but he knows exactly, exactly what
0: we're gonna choose. To yeah. This, they're, they're, yeah. So DL well, Moody, uh a an old guy, you an know. Guy. Go go Google him, do DL Moody. He explains it this way. He says Okay, this is how I understand the whole Calvinism Arminianism because he had he had people kind of go at him as mm-hmm. well. He said, "Look, this, this is how I understand it." He said, "When you get to heaven on on the on the pearly gates, it will say all for all humanity, not willing that any should perish, yeah. wide open." And then when you get in and you look back on the same sign from the back end, it says chosen from the foundation of the world. Mm they're not um they're not opposite they're not opposites yeah right it's holding those two things in tension yeah and so god is sovereign yeah but humans have a responsibility yeah. to respond both end yeah it's a both end yeah so i think for this situation same thing yeah god sovereign he's going to heal whoever he wants to heal but this guy had a responsibility to respond and he hmm. chose not to or he didn't yeah and so that's a good challenge that's a good challenge so god can do what he wants but we have a responsibility to respond in obedience so today if you're watching this you might agree disagree you're allowed to disagree that's fine write us emails that's totally okay yeah joshua at elamchurch.ca uh totally fine let us know what you think like is it that simple or is there more more complicated things around it do you disagree with the way we've discussed this today we totally want to know if you agree let us know too i mean that's that's all good um but that's that's it that's all for us today Mm -hmm. uh and so if you're wanting to look at the other episodes do that you can see them all on the the youtube list here but if you're listening to this on the audio also go to podbean and check it out elamchurch.podbean.com or itunes Elam Church and uh, search that up and you'll find us on Apple Podcasts Apple's awesome Apple. Yeah. Apple anyway that's it for us have a great day